Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. Hey, welcome to I Work For Him. We are your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg, and we just just take a deep breath right now as you listen to the show and just understand that we get where you're at. We have been in a workplace where we just are trying to figure out how to connect our faith and our work. Maybe we're a little further down the line than you today, but boy, 15 years ago, we had no idea that our faith and our work were supposed to be intricately connected, that God wanted to be involved in our work. Today, we know differently because your workplace, it's your mission field. And in that mission field, you and me, we may be the only Jesus, our coworkers or our employees, our bosses may ever meet. Our role in our work is so important. So listeners, you know, one of the ways that you can be encouraged with this conversation about um, connecting your faith and your work and the different aspects that we get a chance to talk about every day on the show is through our weekly blog. So we have um, every Friday an email that goes out that uh, lets you in on, a, you know, just a little bit of what's going on in our heart or something that God has just really been teaching us. And we share that with you. And then, um, you know, you have the ability then to kind of digest that for yourself in your own time. So I want to encourage you to go to our website, iworkforhim.com, hit the subscribe button, and there there's a couple of options there for you for some different ways of receiving it. But that is just a, another resource that we like to offer to you. And um, I, I just pray that it will be a sense of encouragement. You know, and those weekly blogs written by me, written by Martha, sometimes written by Caroline Mendez, our brand ambassador, but all of them are always written from our hearts. What's God doing this week as we're learning to connect our faith and our work? And Martha, it's, it's been fun. You've even had fun writing some of these blogs. Yeah. And the, like we just released one recently about, uh, what, 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 did you have something else you want to add? No. Okay. Martha, sometimes, you know, when we're doing radio, she gives me like a look and I didn't know what the look meant. <laughs> you can't read my mind? No, I can't read my or your mind. After 37 years of knowing you, 33 and a half years of being married to you, I still can't read your mind. That's good. But anyway, the blogs are fun and they're applicable. I, I wrote one recently about God and the impossible. Mm-hmm. Uh, so make sure that you check that out. Iworkforhim.com. How do they sign up? Just go to iworkforhim.com and we have a subscribe button. Ah, the subscribe button. All right. Today's show with Will Meyer. Wrote this book, Leaders for Life. And it's all about this formula. Principles times process times power equals profitability. Mm-hmm. And we're going to ask Will about that power portion. A lot of leadership books are about principles. They're about process. They're about profitability. But they're not about power. The power of our living God walking alongside of us, our unfair advantage as we unleash the Holy Spirit within our job, asking God for the solutions to our workplace problems. So don't go away. You're listening to I Work For Him. We have a fantastic show lined up for you today. So let me just ask this question. You know, some people are born natural leaders and some people learn the craft of being a great leader. The secret to the success of either one is being surrounded by coaches or mentors that have the permission to correct and redirect you when you stray off the beaten path towards destruction. Sometimes power corrupts our minds, and those in leadership can sometimes believe their own press. Today we're going to talk to Will Meyer. Starting off as a mechanical engineer, going off to an aerospace engineer, Will went back and got a master's degree from Regents University, a phenomenal college out there in Virginia, in leadership coaching. And today Will's just recently released his book, Leaders for Life. Will Meyer, welcome to I Work For Him. 
It's great to be on the show. So did I have it right? Mechanical engineer to aerospace yes. engineer? Well, yeah. I graduated from uh, University of Connecticut, and I went uh, working directly for a Fortune 50 aerospace company. And I've been in the business for uh, three and a half decades. Time what, flies. What an amazing... Uh, <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> that was funny for an aerospace guy. <laughs> I caught you it caught really it. quickly. It. That's good. <laughs> My dad trained me with all his punny jokes over the years. <laughs> all right. Will, at what point in time in your life did you realize that you didn't have to be a pastor to be part of God's work in the kingdom, that you could be active in the marketplace and make a difference? Well, it was a little later in my journey. I was reading a book written by uh, Dr. Bruce Cook on uh, apostles and prophets in the marketplace. Hmm. And in the beginning of his book, he, he indicated that only 2 to 3% of the population is involved in what we would say ecclesiastical or church work. And it kind of blew my mind. And I realized that the majority of the people... Uh, that were Christians were actually, their ministry was in the marketplace. Right. I read the book and I basically wept through it, realized that my calling uh, fundamentally has been in the marketplace and I didn't need to go to church or be in a ministry or be a pastor to be significant. You need to quit your job to go work in a church yeah. to be significant. <laughs> yes, uh, exactly. How did that paradigm shift impact your work back in the aerospace industry? Once you realize that, how did that shift how you even look through walking through the doors on a Monday morning? Well, it, it broke down the walls between the sacred and the secular, and I began to realize I needed to integrate everything that I've learned as a Christian, as a Christian leader, and uh, funnel it into the workplace. Prayer, how I invest in people, how I develop them, uh, everything that you do in the kingdom, uh, I could apply in the workplace, and it became transformational for me. So in your your full-time day job in the aerospace industry, how many people do you have in your downline? How many people are you overseeing? Right now, I have uh, 14 people that report to me, and I'm a project uh, discipline manager uh, on, on a commercial program. You guys fly because of the engines that we put in the, put in the air. And, the great uh, big company. I mean, they, it, it just, they make about just about all of the turbine engines, And we're right? very thankful that you guys do a <clears throat> That's good right. job. That's right. They do a good job. <laughs> yeah. And we, uh, you know, we're involved in the commercial military. You know, we're defending freedom. And, uh, you know, we have a new product. And uh, we're uh, making headway in the marketplace. Um, so I'm curious. As you said, it was transformational for you to understand that um, and look at your workplace with a new perspective. Um from the a kingdom perspective and taking the principles that you have applied in your life, but taking them into work for you. What did that look like? What, what did the transformation look like in your day to day? You know, on my, with my one-on-ones with my employees, I, I, a lot of the principles that I wrote about in the book leaders for life, I used with my employees. I helped them understand their calling. What did they want to do? What did they want to become? Uh, competencies. I'd help them understand what training they needed to become more proficient. Uh, I'd help them relationally in the area of connections and uh, developing their interpersonal skills with the goal of getting them into the place of convergence where they could perform on the team uh, in their sweet spot so that uh, the whole team would benefit through their performance and, and their participation. And how was that different than what you were doing before? Was it really goal-driven, like get the job done kind yeah, of conversation? And, and uh, you know, we get paid for performance. And so uh, I had a radical transformation, uh, and I called myself a Paul 
versus a Barnabas where everything was task-oriented, didn't care about the people, needed to get the stuff done, meet, meet uh, you know, executive expectations, mm-hmm. get compensated for it. And if there were, you know, 30 people impacted by me negatively, but I, I met the objective, I didn't care. Hmm. You know, I I, I was and like, this is you as a Jesus follower. You yeah, didn't care. I, I didn't care. I was like, because the pain that I experienced from the upper levels was greater than the pain I created in the relationships. So it was really pain, uh, 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 a pain management issue, hmm. trying to avert the higher level pain. And what happened is I realized is uh, I had to, I had to go through this metamorphosis and realizes that people are really the center of our success. And so instead of being a Paul who was very task oriented and, and uh, wanted to accomplish his goals, I became a Barnabas and really became a son of encouragement and realized I needed to invest in the people. And so, and now I'm in this strange role where uh, I'm fighting with the Pauls in the business who are very task oriented technically and protecting the people Mm-hmm. And just as Paul and Barnabas had a battle uh, over John o- o- Mark, over John Mark, I feel like that—that's part of—that's where I'm at but today. Can't, there's got to be a win-win with with God. There's always a win-win. Can't you, you know, by loving and encouraging and equipping and appreciating your people, can't you bring out the best in them so that you're meeting the goals that the executives want you to meet? Yes, and uh, and I believe that uh, later uh, Paul and Barnabas, after their disagreement, did reunite. And uh, there is uh, the perfect integration. And I, I use language uh, apostle and prophetic because the apostles want to accomplish the task. The prophets want to encourage and inspire along with the pastoral. And if the fivefold ministry has to exist. Not everybody knows what that means. Go okay, ahead. but there's pastors, there's teachers, mm-hmm. there's apostles, there's prophets and evangelists. Mm-hmm. God gave us those gifts so that we could uh, integrate to equip believers to be successful in the workplace and if it can happen in in uh the in the church it can happen in the workplace right and all those folks have to learn how to team together to 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 make the teams become become effective to uh achieve a company objectives so the question was though you got pressure from upper management you're trying to protect your people from the pressure from upper management you become their buffer zone you become the uh, punching bag how how will you move this to the point where you start ministering upwards at the same time you're ministering downwards well it's a uh, i spent a lot of time uh, praying asking for wisdom and you become an influencer and a lot of times it's uh it's not direct uh it's uh it's what you model it's the conversations you have it's uh and I really believe that uh, upwardly, it's it's about influence. It's about being a catalyst. And so, so we, I influence upwardly, and I, you know, I manage downwardly mm-hmm. uh, more directly. Mm-hmm. And and you have to imagine that they are watching this transformation that's happening. It, has the culture changed with the people that you are managing? Yeah, I, I think that uh, I'm pretty uh, transparent and authentic as a as a leader. And I, I, I bring my people into the challenges and they see me making progress and we state the real problems and, but I also call them to where we're headed. And so they're watching me 
go through the transformation of dealing with some of these challenges and frustrations. And I believe I'm modeling for them how to manage these conflicts and difficulties so that we can be an integrated team that performs flawlessly and, and executes all, all our objectives successfully. And I think that's the powerful thing because I want to create leaders. Mm-hmm. And if I can demonstrate leadership and they can develop that confidence and say, I can, I can do the same thing, I saw Will do it, then I feel like I've been successful. Well, I love the way the fact that God shifted your paradigm to recognize that you actually have a ministry to those people, that your ministry is your 14 employees, yeah. you're a pastor to those people, uh, and that you also can minister upwardly in the upper management, because that's that's the beauty of being in middle management. You've got an opportunity to impact both up and down, mm. uh, and, and, and there's just incredibleness. Okay, but you decide to write a leadership book, Leaders for Life is your book, and people on Magic, you can get that on, where, where do people get your book? Leaders you can buy it on Amazon. Oh, we got the a word every time on our I okay know. another free plug <laughs> for Amazon. All right, you you so, can also go to my website and buy it there. Okay, all right, which but, is what uh, leadersforlife.global. Okay, leadersforlife.global. Okay, yeah. but there's a million, probably a million leader books out there. I, I said thousands in the question. I told you you can ask, but I, I'm sure there's. I've read thousand a thousand. Why? Why another leader book? What makes your book so unique that you said I got to write this book? Well, you know, I feel like the the book was birthed out of my pain and frustration. And I didn't find uh, railroad tracks to run on in any of the leadership books I, I, I read. And there, was no, there, it, there wasn't an integration of the principles, the process, and the power of God uh, in a coaching, mentoring type model. And I felt like uh, out of my pain, I, uh, God gave me this download. And I, I really wrote the book initially for my family and for my sons as a legacy as a as a heritage an inheritance for them but what happened is i used all the principles in the book in my family and i realized it was all scalable i found i was using it with leaders and ceos and uh, people who would come to our ministry meetings and it 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 just blossomed and it grew and uh it it's uh so let me answer your question um i believe the book is unique because it gives leaders the ability to get their frame of reference and allows them to connect the dots in their life so that they can advance and experience uh, acceleration and advancement in where they're stuck in their in their leadership journey. Okay, and because a lot of leadership books are either focused on principles or they're focused on process, how to become a great leader, but you incorporate the power of God. Yes. Which most Christ followers, most people who call themselves Christians or identify as Christians don't even know how to access the power of God. They don't know mm. that God wants to be involved in their work, just like you. Yeah. I mean, you didn't know that. You weren't you were managing away from the pain. You weren't allowing the Holy Spirit to interfere with your management of people. How is involving God in the process of work? How does that transformational in your life? Well, it's uh I don't think that I could have walked my journey without <laughs> Jesus holding my hand. Very humbling uh, to know that uh, strong A personality, uh, wanting to be successful, driven, that I needed, I needed Jesus to hold my hand and strengthen me mm-hmm. through the process. And I realized I had intercessors. I have people praying for me, for my job at work, many challenges, uh, conflicts, uh, fires, uh, difficulties, technical challenges, 
you name it. It, it. it was going through the fire and having God walk with me through the fire and coming out stronger, uh, being able to be pr- uh, promoted and, and advancing through those fires. Uh, having God in the middle of that, I don't think I could have survived any other way. And uh, so that's a very personal thing on how I've been transformed in the marketplace, bringing God into uh, into the work. But for the for other people, it, it's prayer, it's uh, it's reading the scriptures, it's it's praying for your people that you're working with, praying for favor, and uh, God shows up. He wrote this book, Leaders for Life. He's going to give away a copy today. You can call the listener line, 866-713-9675, 866-713-WORK, 866-713-9675. All right, before we get back to Will, but I just want to remind you that this broadcast is made possible because we had a partnership with the God at Work TV show, which you can get on the it's, I said yesterday uh, on some of the shows it was Dish Satellite, but it wasn't it's Dish. Direct TV. It was Direct TV. Mm-hmm. Direct TV. They've got a TV channel called God TV, but you can also get all this stuff online at God.tv. God.tv. Mm-hmm. All right. So back to you, Will Meyer. How are you, Jim? I'm doing great. I don't know. It depends on how you answer this next question, I suppose. <laughs> okay. You, know, you put into your book, your book, Leaders for Life, you reference principles times process times power equals profitability. Okay, most leadership books are about principles or about process. They're all about profitability. You know, it's all about making money, which there's nothing wrong with making money. God designed the economy. But this power thing, mm. Will, if you look at most Christians in the workplace, and I use that word very specifically, most Christians in the workplace, do you see them operating with power? And when we talk about power, I'm talking about power given to us by Jesus said. We would do things greater than he even did. Mm. Do you see Christians operating like that? I, I don't think that I see them walking in the power or the supernatural uh, as often as they, they should. Did you? I grew into it. I learned that I could ask God for wisdom, and I'm a great fan of uh, Daniel. And Daniel had mm. a spirit of wisdom and understanding and knowledge, and he was 10x better than anybody else. So I believe Christians in the workplace have a, a, a divine advantage to have the Holy Spirit working in their lives. We call it our unfair advantage. Your unfair advantage. Written by Dr. Jim Harris out of Pensacola, Florida, Our Unfair Advantage, yeah. Unleashing the Power of the Holy Spirit in Your Business. Okay, that's one of my favorite books. That's I love great, it. yeah. All right, so this power, how are you seeing, as the Holy Spirit walks alongside of you in your work on a day-to-day basis as you manage 14 people in the aerospace industry, how do you see the power of God interfacing with your ability to manage your people because people come with problems they come with hurts hang ups, hang up uh, hurts habits and hang-ups how do you see the holy spirit enabling you to minister to them so they can flourish the most in their job so uh one of the fundamental things i try to do is create atmosphere as a as a believer i believe that we have the authority to create an atmosphere for growth and in church, you might say God's presence uh, or his peace. And so the first thing I take uh, charge of is the atmosphere to create a safe environment where people know that they're loved and they're accepted and they can get feedback and uh, have uh, candid conversations. So first thing's atmosphere. 
The, the second thing that I do is I pray for my folks. I pray that they would excel. I pray they would experience breakthroughs. I, so you're I, praying for them by name every day? I, every day I pray for them. I pray that they would be successful. I, I, if they have challenges at home, I pray for their family life. I, I know what's going on uh, uh, to the level of their comfort. I am involved in their lives, and I feel like I'm almost like a, a pastor, per se. Mm-hmm. So you got atmosphere. you got prayer. We're running out of time. Okay. What else do you use? Um, and uh, I think those, those are the two, th- those mm-hmm. are the primary things okay. at work, and sometimes God will speak to me about people, and I'll get, I'll know what to do. I'll just have this intuitive thought and say, I got to do this. I need to go talk to this person, and they're like these little mini divine so appointments. So it's like this inkling. God says, you're like, Where'd that thought come from? Yeah, and I'll just follow. I'll follow my intuition, and usually, something you know, there's some, there's a breakthrough, mm-hmm. or there's an answer, or there's a solution to a problem we're facing. You mean God cares about your engineering problems? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I pray for our teams for the complicated problems that they would have wisdom and knowledge to to that there would be an acceleration of of that problem getting solved. Well, that was exactly the answer I was looking for, that we could show people the practicality of walking with the Lord in our work each and every day, in his power. Will Meyer, who wrote Leaders for Life, thanks for being on I Work for Him today. Thank you. You've been listening to I Work for Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers, our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I work for Him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit iWorkForHim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at iWorkForHim to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at iWorkForHim and online iWorkForHim.com. I work the number 4 him.com